Hi, welcome to the inaugural episode of Stinky Tofu. My name is Dr. Andy Lee. I'm Kevin Chen. And we are having our first podcast. Uh, the podcast name is Stinky Tofu. And the reason why it's named Stinky Tofu is it's one of the defining dish that um, makes Taiwanese people distinct. So, Kevin, any reason why Taiwanese people eat stinky tofu? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, once you taste it, it's good. Well, it is delicious. We don't really know what the origins is, but hopefully further podcasts will we'll elaborate. But it's one of the food that binds many Taiwanese. Um, my early fond memories of actually eating uh, stinky tofu was back in Taiwan when I was a kid. And I've also eaten that in America. But I think it, it represents something very Taiwanese because if you've ever been to Taiwan, everyone's really friendly and very accessible. And sticky tofu is one of those things that's that's classically delivered as street food. So so I think it's it's uniquely Taiwanese. So let me let me ask you a question, Kevin. Give us a little bit of, a, of your background, your Taiwanese history. Well, I was born and raised in Taiwan, Taipei. Came here when I was 15 for middle school and then high school. Um, graduated uh, from Berkeley, worked in the biotech, and then went to pharmacy school, and now I'm a part-time pharmacist. At CVS. With CVS. Okay. How about you, Andy? Tell well, us your background. Um, I came here actually when I was really young, at around six years of age with my mother and my sister. We stayed with my uncle um, in, in Los Angeles, a city called West Covina. Uh, I grew up in West Covina and went through, went through you know, the K-12 through education. And then, similar to you, I went to Berkeley. That's when we met, yes. right? Um, um, that's when we developed uh, our friendship there. Um, and afterwards, I went to medical school. Um, and eventually uh, became an endocrinologist and, and doctor at, uh, the, at L.A. County Medical Center. And that's where I continue to practice to this day. So, so the reason we're making this podcast is, is that I think there's, a, there's been a lot of recent Asian-American violence that's been happening um, throughout America. I'm sure this has been happening um, even just years before, but it's become more transparent that this is something that the nation's trying to deal with, not just for Asian-Americans, but also for African-Americans. I think for me as an Asian-American, it's very hard to process. I've really not connected with the communities here in Los Angeles. So the first person I reached out as a Taiwanese-American was, I reached out to my friend Kevin and asked him what he thought about it. But what, what was your first sense when you saw these news, Kevin, as a Taiwanese-American, when you saw Asian elders being pushed or even uh, accosted or, or even stabbed um, in trains or even uh, sidewalks. Um, I mean, yeah, it's part of Asian American here, living here in the U.S. Yeah, it definitely you know, it, it hit home. You know, it's like you hear about here and there, but now I think with the social media, you know, it's more graphic. Black Lives Matter, but now, you know, it's another 
Yeah, you know, I, I find it very interesting when you say movement, right? Because clearly, Black Lives Matter is a movement, right? People come out, they rally, they speak very vocal about the oppression, right? And I, I think that movement is so big that I remember seeing uh, posters and videos of people in Taiwan even supporting Black Lives Matter. It even resonated with people who are international um, and um, understanding the nature of how this oppression is um, impacting uh, African Americans in um, in the United States. But what's very kind of interesting in the Asian American community is um, there there's not as much. Um, I would say unity in terms of standing up and deciding how we want to tackle this. Like, as a Taiwanese American, do you connect with Chinese Americans, Japanese Americans? Do you find that to be a little different since we're not, though we're kind of lumped in with Chinese Americans? Do you consider yourself Chinese American, distinct uh, from potentially other ethnicities? Like, what do you think? I mean, yeah, definitely, you know, sometimes you kind of have to be lumped together because, you know, we are sort of minority, you know, especially our immigration status. I don't know about your immigration status, but I'm American. (laughs) I'm American first. I'm naturalized citizen. You're naturalized. But But you consider yourself American? Or do you consider yourself a foreigner? I think it's more of a, uh, you know, like Chinese-American. Taiwanese American as opposed to like Asian American but a lot of times you know when when you meet people you don't know too well you know you kind of have to just say oh yeah I'm Asian American mm-hmm. right a lot of times it's like it's more of a general term for, for people to recognize but that label does that mean anything to you do you think it's just something that's very American to put to put a label but you yourself you, th- you don't you don't think that it really has any value for you because for me, I, I can tell you, it's 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 a good political label, but me as a person, I, I still think of myself as being American, with some with some roots in uh, being Taiwanese. That's why I reach out to people like you, <laughs> right, to figure out uh, where my Taiwanese roots are. And I can tell you, for my 14-year-old son, like you know, I I don't think he has any understanding of what Taiwanese American means. He's he's more of an American kid who knows that he's Asian, right? So, what does that label Chinese or Taiwanese American mean to you? Is it even meaningful, or are you just Taiwanese? I don't know. Sometimes, you know, especially you know, if you're like me, you know, come when you're young, not too young, then sometimes you're kind of stuck in the middle, right? Sometimes you can kind of be identified both, right? Sometimes they can tell you have some accents, or they may think you're from Taiwan. But you know, at the same time, you know, you've been living here for so long. You know, when you go back to, you know, say Taiwan, people can't really, you know, people can tell you're actually from America, so they don't think you know, like me as Taiwanese. That's so. That's very strange for you. I, I never thought that for you because you came later, right? You came when you were in, um, but no, in, in high school. Actually come even yeah. later. Like my, my sister uh-huh. came when she was in college. Uh-huh. So that's even later. So she, I don't even think she would even identify her as American at all, even though she's also a naturalized citizen. 
Oh, you mean she identifies herself more as being Taiwanese and not really American, right? So she's bringing Taiwanese values into American society. She does more than right. But what about you? Do you feel you're you're more American or you're kind of fifty fifty? Personally, yeah, I would say probably more fifty fifty because you know my my family's still in Taiwan and then I do go back to visit, but at the same time I live here, you know, my family here. Mm-hmm. Five kids, so yeah. So yeah, fifty-fifty, I would say. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm. I think I'm like two percent Taiwanese, <laughs> okay, and maybe like ninety-eight percent American, and it's growing by by the years. I think I'm. I'm probably now. I, I would say I'm. I'm going to like maybe fifteen percent Taiwanese. If I and I say this because I when I was young, I really shunned. Against being Taiwanese or any, you know, being Chinese, right? I try to be, try to really adapt and and、uh, be an American. But later on, I realized that being American for me, I I will never be like a white American, right? So clearly, and and I saw some of the things such as you know the way I look and things, it it'll never go away. And instead of shunning it, it it's not something that I I should be ashamed of. You know, it should be something that I. I recognize as a, as a strength, right? As a part of the character, and and this is where I think later on I started to acknowledge、uh, what it means to be a Taiwanese American, and I think it's also very distinct from from I would say just just regionally from from the influence of China. I think Taiwanese have their own culture, and this is kind of where I want to explore the aspect of、uh, stinky tofu, right?、Um, a different part. Asia. There's something well. There's something different about people who are actually in Taiwan. So if people don't know, Taiwan is actually a democratic society, right? If you talk about some, if you want to talk about,、um, you know, a, you know,、um, an island that actually go through voting,、um, it's it's they even they had the first female president before the United States, right?、Yeah. Very progressive. A couple of years ago.、Yeah. Right. So. So and th- this wasn't a dictatorship. There was actually democracy. Okay, I would say it's one of, it's an example in Asia. One of the the highly、uh, capitalistic society where、uh, maybe you don't go to school and you want to start your business. There's many people who start businesses in Taiwan and become extremely successful, right?、Um, so so Taiwan has always had that roots of of actually it. I think more so than maybe the Japanese culture. There's a lot of indiv- individualistic entrepreneurship versus what I see kind of in in Japan, more of the corporate culture, right? That's what I that's what I remember, and that's 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 over there in Taiwan. But it, here, I feel like there's been a lot of Taiwanese entrepreneurs that came here and became extremely successful because they 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 have the same vision and and starting up their own company or business have done extremely well. So. That's just my impression from that fifteen percent that's growing by the day. I mean, do you feel the same way? Yeah, of course. I mean, why not fifteen percent? No, I'm saying no, no, no. My my fifteen percent impression because I'm fifteen percent. I feel I'm fifteen percent Taiwanese.、Um, you know, like eighty five percent American, right? So I have a little bit of trait of what I see when I was when I was a kid、uh, in Taiwan, but. I'm trying to kind of connect with my Taiwanese American identity,、um, but maybe it's not realistic to to even think of Taiwan, but just to to take the strength of it and 
and come up with something unique here in the United States. So. Okay, well, okay, well, let's move on to the next subject. And then we can close it off for the inaugural session. So, if, if people were going to talk about um, Asian Americans in general, okay, right now, do you think it's even worthwhile talking about being a Taiwanese American? early stage in the movement especially if you want to generalize you know our media right now happening in California or in the nation yeah if you you know a lot of people probably still don't know where Taiwan is I, yeah how many times people said yeah, people they thought you're from Thailand yeah. I thought I, people can think I'm from yeah, Thailand they say I love your food and I said what are you talking about you obviously have not had stinky tofu Right? They think that I love your Thai curry. Thai like, has nothing. Thailand and Taiwan are two different things, right? But I, I, I would say give probably another five years, you know. Five years? Oh, I can't wait for five years. <laughs> so at well, this I mean, point. It's a process, yeah. it does take time. I mean, look at the, the Black Lab. 100 years? Movement, 100 years. You know, how yeah. long, you know, civil rights movement, all these things, you know, takes time. You know, people start talking and then becomes, you know, part of the, the, the law or the education system, you know, it those takes time to make it happen. So if you had to, if you had to help with a movement for Asian Americans now, okay, I think talking about it is important. This is why we're having this podcast. Sure. But, but what, what would you recommend others do? Okay. Specifically Taiwanese Americans out there. If you're a Taiwanese American, what would you recommend? Probably just be more involved. Involved in what? In society and any movement related to, you know, Asian American. The movement starts here right now. So I'm, I'm saying, like, what, what do you want? What do you think we could do? Okay, well, that's what it is. I say we start with, though people don't want to be identified with a food, I myself wouldn't want to be called an egg roll. But I think stinky tofu is a completely different, um, it's a, I think it's a, to me, it's a different kind of metaphor. Um, I I do think it, it sets Taiwanese apart, and this is kind of where we, we can start. Um, I had a conversation with uh, a few people regarding um, especially maybe fourth or fifth generation Japanese Americans because they've gone through all those generations of being an American here. And they think this time is a little different. Okay, they've yeah. seen different movements before. But they think right now it's it's not that it, the movement's different in the sense that there's more transparency. They think it's different because of what's happened with COVID and with all the Asian hate out there, specifically China. They think this is actually going to get worse. Unless we do something to educate our, our fellow Americans, we're going to be in big trouble. So, so there's urgency to, to, to spread the word regarding our contributions here in the United States and to give ourselves an identity. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a possibility there yeah, with the whole pandemic and social media. 
Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is our first uh, inaugural podcast of uh, Stinky Tofu. Um, definitely tune back as we, we will have, uh, whether it be Taiwan, Taiwanese American or other Asian American guests, to really explore uh, deeper regarding uh, the Asian American experience here in the United States. Thank you so much. Last words, Kevin?